Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode, Exploring Why We Are Afraid to Love. This particular topic has been calling me for a little while because I've noticed that even within myself, I hold back the fact that I love people. And I'm just trying to dissect why, because I feel like if we share that and we're holding back our love, then it's really not helping the global situation. So we're going to explore why it's uncomfortable to really admit that we love somebody. Now, what we're noticing as the times are changing and we're, we're growing and evolving is that it's much easier, I have found, to have love for people. And rather than just loving the people I keep close to me, I have love for the people in my life. Though there's certain people I tell and there's certain people I don't. And when I look closely at that, I realized... That through my life, I have discovered that people are not comfortable in hearing that from somebody. The words, I love you, is not only is it hard to whip up and dish out, it's kind of hard to be on the other side of it when a person really isn't expecting it or they think that the relationship is just a little more surface than that. And I don't mean like, I love you in a touchy-feely, intimate sense. I mean... I love you because I have love for you in my heart and I care about you. There's love there, but we are just associates. You know, we have a business relationship or or we're just friends. I think a lot of people associate I love you also with romantic intimacy on some levels and it can be comfortable to get outside of that. One of the inspirations for this was uh, Pitbulls and Parolees. As some of you may know, I think I've mentioned that I'm a real diehard fan. And I noticed that every time they go out for an adoption or a rescue, they tell each other they love each other. They're real just open about it. And that's everybody. It isn't just a small group. Everybody loves one another and they're really vocal about it. And I loved that. And I was so inspired by that. And I was like, well, why aren't the rest of us doing that? Because it's not like we don't love each other. We just don't say it. Now, this is something that my sister Allison really helped me with back when she was getting married. You know, there's she had this beautiful little clam bake wedding right by the water in Rhode Island. And the night's festivities had been going on and we were just having a drink in the back. And she turned to me and she said, I love you so much. And it was that moment that I realized that I had so much love for her as well, but I kept it locked away. It's as if when she told me that, I was able to really open my heart and be real with how I felt. So this leads us to the fact that we're not saying I love you or we're not admitting that we love each other because we're afraid that that's going to be hurtful or that's making us too vulnerable or that it's just safer to have our hearts locked away. And I think that could be a lot of the problem with what's going on in the world globally, too, is we're withholding love. So for some reason, her saying that 
was just what I needed to open my heart and to feel safe and loving her back. Now, just a bit of background on that. Um, my sister and I didn't grow up together, so that's why it might seem strange to wait till she gets married to admit our love for one another. <laughs> and I really will forever be grateful for that. It taught me a lot. Now, we probably experienced the awkward situation of somebody saying, I love you, and it's not genuinely how you feel about them in return. And what I learned from uh, an author called T. Harv Ecker was that it's you don't have to feel obligated to say, I love you back if you don't. And I would never want somebody to say that to me if they did not. But what you can just say is, thank you for saying that. Thank you for loving me. You know, and, and if somebody truly loves you, that's going to be good enough. They're not going to demand that you love them back because that's not really love. And perhaps that's just something that you need to come around to and you need your time with it. And that's fine. I also want to cover the topic of people throwing it around and not meaning it because that is a big part of this. I can remember, you know, those fuzzy, happy moments where things are going well with another person and you just feel good. And those words can come out a little too easily. And then when they're not the person you thought they were, you don't love them anymore. So there is two sides of this, and you want to look at each part of it equally. Do you really love a person, or are you just feeling loving in that moment? And those are the words that come out, because it's definitely not something you just want to be frivolous with either. I had lost a friend named Kurt back in the 90s, and uh, we were acquaintances. I could have said my friend Kurt, but we weren't real close friends and we did a lot of things socially together. And then he, he died and I had one of those spirit visitation dreams with him in it where I got to see him again because he was in Florida. I had moved back to Rhode Island and I saw him again and I gave him a big hug. And the first words out of my mouth without even thinking about it was, I love you. And I really meant it. And if he was still in the world, I may have never said that out loud. Never. We would wait to these extremes where we would tell somebody that we love them or the fear that we might never tell them if we don't. But we wait till it's like that. And it was cute because I, I remember in the dream he said, he said, what? And I said, I love you. And he said, he said, oh, <laughs> so he didn't love me back. <laughs> But that's okay because I genuinely loved him and I am glad that I told him that. And that was an instance where I had no fear around telling him that. I guess maybe because he's no longer in the world and we don't we no longer have these karmic dynamics and this pain because I was technically where he is in the dream. But have you ever noticed when you lose somebody how much you love them, how much you realize you love them after they have died? It's just a really good point to recognize and this is a fear worth getting over because we need more love in the world. I think we can all agree on that. I want to talk about the vulnerability because I think underneath this fear of not expressing love is feeling like it's an egoic fear of I'm going to be too vulnerable in this moment. I'm opening up my heart and the person may not feel that way or I'm, I'm almost looking weak. And that's so interesting because that is not the way... I run my life, and that's those aren't the things I consciously believe. But I think that we're just 
so overly protective of ourselves. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? If we say, I love you, the person what, will never talk to us again. How, how likely is that? They won't say it back. That's okay. Because it'll open up their heart a little more to that possibility. And it isn't like telling somebody you love them is now this responsibility. Speaking of responsibility, it's nothing. It's, I mean, it's so much, but it's not like you're giving yourself a list of chores to do now that you've decided and you're allowing yourself to love another person. It just, you're just expressing love in that moment. There's no further obligation than that. So that might be part of the resistance to love. Now, just for the sake of what we're talking about, do we have to say, I love you to express our love? No, no, we don't. There's so many different ways to express love, and we're actually doing those types of things all the time. Just smiling, doing something for another person, even a stranger. Kindness itself are, are acts of love. Being a true friend, taking time to care for somebody who's hurting, going out of your way for somebody. It all comes back to kindness, really. So every ounce of kindness is an act of love. It kind of reminds me of the Louis Armstrong song, It's a Wonderful World. He's just saying that people are expressing their love, just just hanging around and smiling at one another because there's this undercurrent of I love you. But it's just not socially acceptable to, to say it. And I would like to see that start changing. I don't know, maybe not in my lifetime, but I do hope so. Because there's something about I love you that opens the heart uh, even more than just kind gesture. So I will be honest and open with you is that's something I'm working on right now. And I wanted to bring it to the surface because I feel like it's really important. I want to say that a little piece has to do with uh, self-love, which for some reason, the way we're wired egoically, self-love is really hard for most people. It's, it's some, it actually seems, I'd hate to say use the word impossible. It's not impossible, but people are just light years from loving themselves. And I know that I went through quite a bit of that myself, and I've come to a much, much better place. But there's also philosophy and teachings that if you are unable to really love yourself, then you really don't have the capacity to love others. Now, I would make an exception with children, mothers and children. But besides that, I think that that seems pretty spot on. Another point I'd like to make with this is that it's definitely not something that you should force yourself to do. I think that it happens organically because there have been certain times when I love you was just something organic that came out, either from myself or the other person I was with. And it was just a real easy, gentle, I love you too. Nothing weird about that. Nothing awkward. It just happened. So I think love is also organic. And I think there's a time and I don't think anybody should be forcing their level of comfort with that. I just wanted to put all these points out here so that you could play with them and realize them. And I have love for so many people and I've never even told them. And If you're listening, I probably love you, and I just haven't told you. Now, this is all going on the assumption that we all kind of know what love is, right? Because you know what love is. You know what it feels like in your heart. I had a friend once, Scott, when we all used to hang out 
And just, you know, you know, we'd all, we were in our twenties or something. And, you know, so it was kind of a night of drinking and stuff. And at one point I just came up and I gave him a big hug and he embraced me so hard. And I felt this energy because I was an empath back then, but I had no spirituality at all. And there was this, just this overpowering feeling of energy coming from his heart into my being. And I was like, wow, that's tangible. What is that? What is that energy? That actually, maybe because I was too drunk or something, I couldn't figure out what it was, but I could feel it so strong that he had so much love. And he was kind of uh, an interesting character in the sense that he wasn't a real happy guy, you know, and that was his thing. His thing wasn't to be happy and he was happy not being happy. So, but he did have a lot of love in his heart. And I think probably a lot of it went unexpressed in his life. And he's since uh, passed away. And, and I feel like he's, he's doing well where he's at. So a little shout out to him. <laughs> so for the sake of this conversation, love is the ability to put kindness and mercy before pride and judgment. I mean, it's also just this pure form that comes from our heart. So that's another piece that I feel is important is, could we possibly even define what love is? Could I even try? Well, I can give you a rough outline of those two main components that I feel are, are part of it. Let's take just a few minutes and align ourselves with being more loving. You're going to start in a nice seated position, deepen your breath. Feel yourself come into your center, come into the present moment, come into your body fully, ground, feel the bottom of your feet. And I want you to think of somebody you really love and you haven't told. And you're going to face that person and put that person in your mind. And let's see in the privacy of your own being, because nobody's going to know you did this. Let's see if you can let I love you come out in its truth, in its entirety, without feeling scared to do it. So who do you love? Who of you have never told? And say I love you. And that's all it is. And let's find who's the next person you love. Let them come up naturally in your mind. I love you. I love you. I love you. So it's going to feel uncomfortable until your heart can open up just a little bit more and then it starts flowing freely. It almost feels like a lie because you're withholding it, but you know that the love is there. So you just say it a few times until it gets comfortable. And this could be a really nice exercise in helping to alleviate your soul from some heaviness. It could also be very healing and it could also help you to go to the next level as a, a being of love to really come into yourself more. Is there one more person? How many people do you love and you haven't told? I love you. And in some cases it's going to be I love you and I'm sorry. 
I love you. Now, if this feels like nails on a chalkboard to you, you got some work to do. If you're getting antsy, this is showing you uh, that you actually need to do this exercise. If you're not ready, I understand that, but please revisit it at some point because this is so important. All right, let's take a breath. Come back into the present moment. Thank you so much for listening. And please join me next time when we uncover the key to stop stewing over things. Because I think we could all use to do that. There needs to be a limit to the stewing. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there's a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at freetobeauthentic at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to freetobeauthentic.com. There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time.